0: that part i didn't i didn't butcher all that i'm pretty proud of that one i didn't i didn't butcher that right that intro was that intro was pretty godlike great right? we we did it it happened
1: see here here's the beautiful part mm-hmm. i can't see anything through the call no you can't i'm i'm relying on stream which is 10 seconds behind or so mm-hmm. so if if you tell me everything's going fine i'll believe you You shouldn't. I will believe you.
0: You shouldn't. I'm gonna be honest. But I will. You you, you shouldn't. Like, uh, like there was one thing I couldn't figure out, and it was the fact that like your camera was kind of stuttering, and I don't know if that's your camera or if it's the program that I have it going through. But at some point in time, it'll get fixed, and that's what's really important here. But everybody, welcome, as always, to best of five. I'm your host, the Purple Sharpie. But you can call me Sharpie if you're feeling especially spicy. And we, of course, have Steve here. How you doing today, Steve?
1: I'm doing That's about as good as I can give you right now. Um like uh can we get into some real talk re- off the bat?
0: Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. What's 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 going on, Steve?
1: You you remember last year when uh that whole George Floyd thing happened. I don't know if you heard about it.
0: Jesus. Yes. Yes that... I
1: did. So so the uh the policeman who kneeled on George Floyd's neck. Mm. is now officially on trial. That Mm. trial began yesterday. Yep. And that trial is taking place in downtown Minneapolis. Ooh. I live basically downtown Minneapolis. I am about a mile from the courthouse. I work about a mile from the courthouse. My girlfriend works about a mile from the courthouse. So I'm a little on edge. Everything so far has been okay nothing crazy has happened but there's the possibility that something crazy may happen and if it does and (laughs) 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 i love the disconnect between what i'm talking about and watching the uh watching me move around the screen So, so setting this show up is a bit more difficult than uh, than you might imagine. Because there's a bunch of moving parts and there's a bunch of stuff. It's not as hard
0: as Steve makes it. They're just it, not streaming professionals.
1: It's hard. Oh, oh, okay. 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 I will remember this. I will remember this.
0: But Steve, uh, uh, we have a lot of fighting game news to cover today, don't we? And uh, I think we should get started as always, with the very classic tournament results of the week. Why don't you go ahead and uh, take it away, Steve?
1: Uh, let's take it away. Gen is in first place after the first of three days. Uh, a pair of 7-2 wins over Pina and Rangchu. He is looking very good in early going. Um, you see Rangchu at 2-1, and one, still in the hunt, but he's got uh, that... But Gen's got the head-to-head tiebreaker, so uh, he'll need some help if he wants to win. Uh, If you want to catch the rest of the action, that is going to be on Open Rec this weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday. So Friday and Saturday night uh, if you are in the U.S. Uh, The other big competition we had over this past weekend was the Dragon Ball uh, Battle Hour this was the combination of a bunch of different dragon ball games, all having a competition. Uh, and they had, and dragon ball fighters of course was part of that. Uh, they, ha- they had teams of five, one from each of the five regions that competed in the national championships. Um, and it was a chance for players to get some revenge. Uh, red team, of course, made up of the winners of the regional finals or the uh, national championships, excuse me. Uh, the other team's players who were right in the hunt. So chance for revenge. Uh, if you look at, starting with France, uh, Yasha from the blue team cleaned house, uh, held up everybody to get the three... To go three and zero, get the full eight points for his team. Uh, Kaiden finishing second with a two and one record in the round robin, uh, taking it over to uh, Spain. Red team, the champions, their only win of the competition. Shanks three and zero. He he he's gonna feel let down because he did his part. Uh, held out Genescott, God. Held off Gropes, Held off Tigris. Uh, to get the full eight points for for red team. But blue, again, uh, second place there. Uh, Then we go stateside, U.S. East Arc, double LL. The uh, 3-0 sweep over his other U.S. East uh, competitors. You see Nitro NY in the mix there. He was a late replacement for Hook Gang God, who could not make it this time around. Uh, Going to the west side of the country, it's Subatomic Sabres holding it down. Uh, Both he and Raynald had a 2-1 record in the round robin. Uh, Sub got the head-to-head win over Raynald, so he got the win and the full eight points for his squad. Cloud the head-to-head win over Jonathan Tenne uh, to take third place for the blue squad. Uh, and then it all came down to the final arc, the Japanese arc, and it's the name you would have expected had you started this a year ago. Goichi 3 0, uh, beaten Fenrich, beaten Bonbaban, beaten Katsunoko to get the full eight points. And when you add it all together at the end of the day, that win was enough. Green team. The second place finishers uh, from the national championships got it done. They 25 to 22 over the blue team. Uh, red again. Shanks feeling let down. He won three games in his one uh, round robin. The rest of his squad run won a, a combined two games. So, red team, where you at? Rough week for you.
0: You know, Steve, that does sound pretty tough, but um I, was were, were there any other crazy, amazing tournaments of note this past week?
1: Um I I a little bit of housekeeping. Uh I apologize for this. It was actually Mambalamba who was uh the replacement for Hook. I apologize.
0: Oh, okay. For that. Okay. Well Mamba so, Lamba, my one of my personal favorite up and coming Dragon Ball fighting uh game players. I absolutely love his stream and I'm a big fan of him. Uh what additional is there for us to look towards coming up this next week for the final countdown of tournaments?
1: Uh, You've got a pretty uh, good slate of stuff to take in. Uh, You've got ICFC continuing. Uh, They actually have an event that's not on this list. They've got the Asia finals uh, tomorrow as as well as uh, the uh, North America Exhibition uh, it's a 10-on-10 10 10 team tournament, but both of those are going to be on uh, on their channel. Uh, combat, combat Combat, excuse me, uh, as we wind down the King of the Hill competitions for uh, Tekken 7, those community events. That will be this weekend on NYC Furby. Uh, you also have uh, uh, the Latin America Round Robin, or King of the Hill, excuse me. Uh, that will take place... For the brazilian round and then you've got as i mentioned earlier topanga league on open Rec, and mortal Kombat pro league round five for intercontinental combat takes place this weekend as well
0: sounds like we have an awesome action pack week as always really good really really fun super excited um what else what else what else because we have a huge docket of things to cover today, Steve, don't we? Um, we, we do. <laughs> and as I as I pull up some information, were there some specific things that you wanted to go ahead and take charge with while I go ahead and pull up the rest of the things on my side?
1: <laughs> um, well, Twitter loves a, a little bit of shot and fraud. When When you talk some mess about somebody else and that mess gets turned on you, people like that. People love to see it. Um, we had a ver- we had a little bit of that this week. Um, and it's actually one of the big stories. This aspect of it obviously isn't the big story. Um, you want to pull up that yellow graphic real quick?
0: Yeah, sure. Give me one second.
1: If you'll think back a few minutes ago, or a few uh, months ago, back when everybody was super excited about Cyberpunk 2077... That game had been long awaited, and then just before launch, they announced that they were uh, postponing the game for a few weeks to work on some things. How'd that work out? I don't know. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I have it. Ready? Go for it. So, several people chose to make fun of it, because it is what it is. You know, that that's what you do on Twitter. You make fun. You dunk. You... You get that clout. You get those, uh, retweets and likes, uh, and Arxis. Uh, you know, I'll be honest, I, I made a tweet like that from the best of five account. I have no shame. Yeah. Cause I thought it was funny. Arxis did the same. Uh, they soon deleted the tweet, but they printed out, Hey everyone, today we've decided to put the guilty gear strive logo on a yellow background. Of course. Uh, poking fun at how cyberpunk announced their delay. Well, guess what happened this week? Uh, The folks at Arxis took took to Twitter to announce that they were postponing the launch of Guilty Gear Strive. In their uh, statement on Twitter, they said, quote, "Uh, we've made the tough decision to move the release date of Guilty Gear Strive, previously planned for April 9th, 2021, to June 11th, 2021. Since since we have received valuable feedback after the recent open beta test, we would like to make the most of this opportunity to provide the best game possible. We need extra time to polish some aspects of the game, such as the online lobbies and the server stability. We believe it is best to use the extra time to improve the game's quality and provide a better experience to all of our players. End quote. It's
0: a rough one. That's a rough. That's that's a rough place to be, Steve. It's a really rough place to be out here posting, and then you immediately become the posse. You know, that's, it's that's, just it's kind of tough. That's
1: uh, that's how it is on Twitter. You mm-hmm. either you either die a meme or uh, live long enough to become the meme.
0: That's true. That's very true. So either way, you're a meme. But uh, we but... do have positive news, don't we? Yeah. Well, I mean, let's talk about this for a bit. Yeah. Let's definitely. Let's definitely. I'm sorry. My apologies. I'm kind of rushing through, aren't I? That's why I'm a bad host. That's why you, you're the better, superior host here, Steve. No!
1: No! 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 No!
0: No! no. You... I just bring the sound effects and comedic effects. Okay. I, but...
1: I've had I've had a few opportunities to do this. This is you. You've been on the job for 15 minutes. Let's 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 back that up. Let's let's not try and say with finality who's better, because because <laughs> when it's all said and done, you're going to be the superior host. No so question.
0: uh, so obviously, like this news is not really the best thing that could have happened for a lot of people. Guilty Gear Strive had a lot of really good plus. Uh, press specifically after the beta everyone loved it i loved it you loved it a lot of very very influential people inside of both the uh the the twitch community and the youtube community and twitter and the professional scene and the casual scene were all really excited for this game and now arc system is delaying it do you think that ultimately this is a plus or minus for arc system works
1: well here's the thing um I think uh, back to the old uh, Shigeru Miyamoto quote: "A delayed game is delayed once; a bad game is bad forever. At least a mm. bad launch is bad forever."
0: That's very true. That's if very the true.
1: if the game comes out um, as it was in the beta with incredible netcode, you know, an incredible experience to play, except for the act of of trying to play, going through the lobbies, because that was universally one of the biggest complaints about the game. Um, And it is part of that online experience, you know? The actual gameplay, the actual netcode is certainly important. But, if it's a hassle to actually get to the point where you play the game, that's going to turn people off. That's going to sour people on the experience. So... If they're able to improve that over the next t- two months, I don't know how successful they'll be. I don't know how much of an overhaul they're gonna give to the system. But if they're able to do that, I think that this will help them extremely in the long term, and especially this year, uh, because unlike unlike in previous years, you had sort of a big event in July where you wanted to get your game out before. Um, that, yeah, where that shaped, you know, being part of the EVO lineup was a huge influence in the success of your game, at least among the tournament scene. Yeah. Now, because EVO, as far as we know, isn't going to happen this year, um, because of that, a delay like this isn't as impactful as it would be like 2018, 2019, where this may have meant the difference between being in in the lineup and not being in the lineup.
0: See, Steve, that's a really good point. Um, And I want to kind of touch on that just a little bit more, and then we'll move on to our next topic of the evening. But um, do you believe that ultimately we will see more delays in general for fighting games that are coming out and going to be released in 2021. I know Guilty Gear Strive was the big game, but we were also expecting news about Project L later this year, um, despite not having a hard date. We were just expecting a little bit more news. Do you think there's going to be a lot of announcements like this inside the fighting game world because of uh, the effects that COVID has had on the landscape?
1: Well, I mean, basically in terms of brand new games announced coming down the pipe. Um, At least among your triple A. It was basically this and uh, King of Fighters 15. And um, so there's not a whole lot of games that have a a date to postpone. Uh, I don't think we've... You know, we're hearing 2021 for King of Fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, they've already said that they might not launch with with uh, Rollback Netcode. So they're probably not going to delay. Um, everyone else, they're still far enough out. You know, Street Fighter VI, assuming that leak is correct, then they're working on it. Um, it's still not close enough where they need to necessarily announce a delay for that. Um, other games coming down the pipe, there's just, it's just not close enough where it can, Im- where it could impact uh, the development cycle. It could uh, create delays, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily going to be delays that we as the public are aware of.
0: Very fair. Very fair point. Um, I personally think, and this is just me very personally and very selfishly here, uh, but I think that not having Evo. Honestly, and not forcing everyone onto that deadline is a positive, ultimately, for the fighting game landscape, just because of how much more free we're all allowed to be when it comes to, um, when it basically comes to just like showcasing games in general. We're no longer required to be under that schedule. But I will say it is very, very, ups- it's very, very saddening as well to see, uh, so much uncertainty now without EVO on the map. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. like, it felt like you always knew when the big announcements were going to be, specifically because of, uh, because of what you usually saw for the EVO lineup, and now it's just kind of like everyone's kind of just shooting in the dark <laughs> for everything. Uh, so it's yeah. kind of, it's 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 severely different. Like, I would, I would be remiss to state that someone announcing a delay like this this late in the year you know like a couple of months before future evo would be uh that would be a big red sign like two years ago like you said so uh it's it's just interesting to me obviously uh but let's move on to our very next topic we have some news inside the dragon ball universe don't we steve
1: uh we do uh so as part of the um Excuse me, as part of the Dragon Ball Battle Hour, uh, Bandai Namco showed off a whole bunch of stuff uh, for their upcoming games. And Dragon Ball Fighters certainly was not excluded from that list. We have a launch trailer for the final character of the current season, Gogeta.
0: I'm seeing now that we are also having breaking news regarding them fighting... Herds, I will be addressing that immediately after this, but why don't we go ahead and go play that video first um, Of the brand new trailer So yeah, this looks really exciting a fighter pass 3 that's pretty awesome I I'm I'm a big fan of this Steve. I'm a big fan. I have to say that was an incredibly exciting uh, An incredibly exciting trailer. I'm gonna be honest bandai has never disappointed with their trailers when it comes to dragon ball fighters um i i feel like ever since literally ever since the game very first came out i've i've been sitting here very excited for the next trailer uh have you managed in any way shape or form to actually catch up on some of the latest gameplay changes that we've seen inside of dragon ball fighters yet steve
1: um i have not i haven't really been into dbfc um i do know that uh he does a few different things. Uh I, I've heard a lot of people say he's like a, a guilty gear character almost. Yeah. Uh he's able to summon Shenron uh, Dragon Balls so he can get Shenron. He can get access to Shenron easier, but also the opponent could get access to Shenron easier because either player can can uh summon him once the balls are uh
0: Yeah, if they do an the auto combo just to completion, yeah. basically. But um it's it's an interesting mechanic. I am really excited to see how it'll be used. I don't expect to see him and the Dragon Ball uh, effect used that often in competitive play. But a lot of his links are very, very lenient, and they do allow you to break a lot of the combo rules that have been set specifically for Dragon Ball Fighters. So I'm, I'm really excited to personally see him I've competitive play. Um, and I would highly recommend that other people go ahead and check out Mambalamba on Twitch, go ahead and check out Nokami, check out the Killsage, and check out Alucard to go see some of the latest tech that they're coming out with in Dragon Ball Fighters. As always, support the FGC, support content creators. Um, so,
1: so, so, what's interesting here? Um, some fans are a little disappointed uh, mm. because uh, was that was the last character of season three. There was no announcement of season four in that. So, there is the possibility that this might be the it, the end in terms of major support for Dragon Ball Fighters. Obviously that people are going to be hurt by that, but uh, in the world we, we live in um, you know, it's not super common outside of the very biggest fighting games uh, to see more than three seasons of support. I mean, street fighter five kind of is more the exception uh, than the rule. And I think that might be skewing expectations. My question is, does that lack of an announcement hurt in me- in the immediate future um or, or are our are, are, are fans basically willing to say okay you know let's play with this character and then let's see what happens fingers crossed in the future
0: Yeah, see i feel like everyone's being really really dramatic with it you know i feel like a lot of games have this where the developers ultimately have to be like, you know, we've been supporting this game now for three years four years Like we have to move to our very next IP or a very next project and a lot of people especially some of the fighting game communities Don't always respond super well to that. You know what I mean? Like they're all immediately. They're just like no stay on this game Literally forever and that's not always how it can happen um, Skullgirls was my first like competitive fighting game outside of like Melee and uh, really just Melee. But it was exciting to see developers take such a hands-on look at Skullgirls because that's not common with other fighting games. But what you ultimately get to learn is that at at some point, people have to move on. Developers have to move on because there's only so much money that you can make from a job. Like It's kind of like if you were literally working in a Starbucks and people stopped buying coffee, the Starbucks would have to stop just selling coffee and they'd have to sell food. They'd have to sell something else if they wanted to stay in business. And games are the same way. You can only sell the same game so many times unless you're Skyrim. Um, it's, it's, it, it, it makes sense to me as someone who completely has been watching the development of Dragon Ball Fighters from the very beginning. A lot of people I think are more frustrated right now because they didn't see any netcode changes inside of the game what i would say to those people is that ultimately we were never promised net code changes from the start they never said in any way shape or form that they were going to touch net code at all so it's it's very strange to me to to see a lot of people very frustrated and upset to see okay this is probably the end of the development cycle when they've never bandai has as never i feel even attempted to say we're going to fix the net code. we're going to make the online more enjoyable. From the start, it was very obvious that this game was made to be marketed, you know? Um, It was made to be played at a really high level, especially at offline events, and it was made to have a really big esports, you know, funding and team behind it with a bunch of circuits, a bunch of offline things, a lot of stuff to incentivize people playing the game, not as much for people retaining inside of the game after the development was made. So that makes total and complete sense to me. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a lot of people drop off as soon as, like, development support ends, just because, like, I don't think Dragon Ball Fighters is a bad game. I don't in any way, shape, or form think it's a bad game. I'm not going to say that. What I'm going to say is that the netcode makes it very difficult to enjoy online, and it makes it very hard for me to play, which makes the game not very enjoyable for me personally when I play it. Because ultimately, I want to be able to play the game online with my friends when I'm at home after work, and I can't. It's very frustrating.
1: <laughs> and that's, you know, and especially since we have this great example of what uh, Netcode experience could be in terms of the Guilty Gear Strive beta. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, there's a lot of players who went to that and enjoyed it, and because of that, they're having a tougher time Going back to, uh, t- to Dragon Ball Fighters, mm-hmm. um, especially since uh, Arxis did announce that they are looking into implementing rollback net code into older games. Oh wow! So they haven't they haven't announced any games yet, but there's and they haven't promised that they would, but they did say they are looking into it. So I know that some BB Tag fans mm-hmm. are really pushing. To see uh, Rollback added. Uh, Central Fiction fans uh, are pushing to, to have their game implemented. Uh, obviously, a lot of people want to see it in an excerpt. Uh, but, you know, uh, you see what implementing Rollback and improving Netcode did for a game like Plus R. And, you know, even though the audience wasn't very big to begin with, it it shot up, you know, multiple fold of what the uh, your typical week was when they implemented rollback. Because people are hungry to have that quality experience, and if you're asking players, you know, it. it, it I, I've talked about it the last few weeks. It's become an expectation at this point. Rollback really has become an expectation. We're not only. Not only is it valuable to do it, but there's also value in not being seen as not doing it. If that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. Um, I think I think that's a good. I think that's a good topic for another day. Obviously, yeah. but it's 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 always really exciting to have these conversations with you uh, on the podcast, especially about what we think is going to be the future. For the fighting game community when it comes down to these different topics just because it's actively evolving actively changing and i would highly recommend that all of our listeners follow us on our youtube our instagram and our twitter as always to stay informed Uh, but let's move over to our very next topic we actually had a little bit of breaking news but we're going to cover that after some of the other news that we had which i believe we're starting with uh grand blue is that correct steve uh
1: yeah uh we have the reveal for the next trailer in Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Let's check it out. Here we go. This is the next character. Uh, you will see. You'll see him at the end of April. Um, one more character left in uh, season pass two. For Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. I, I don't follow the Grand Blue series at all. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm just going to be straight. I don't know how blue a Grand has to be oh my to gosh. be considered a Grand Blue. Steve, please. It's, uh...
0: <laughs> Steve,
1: please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to, to be very uh, honest, no, no. I, I, I didn't either. And I think that's just because ultimately I don't feel like the ge- game really got a chance to break out in offline scenes before the quarantine happened
1: yeah, like that was that was the big victim of uh in terms of fighting games let's mm-hmm. let's be clear let's 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 be clear in terms of fighting games that was the big suffer uh from the pandemic obviously other things far more important Suffered far worse fates, yeah. Grand Blue, fighting
0: games, Grand Blue definitely didn't get a fair shake in any capacity at all with the pandemic. And ultimately, uh, when it really came down to it, like the netcode wasn't bad, but it just wasn't as amazing as other games were at the time that were having a good experience online. Um, the online scene was very excited for it, but it was difficult to get hype around it without Evo ultimately to push it into the more casual scene, and it kind of suffered from that. Um, but there's a very dedicated, very active community for that game, uh, which is always great to see, as always. So uh, shout outs to everybody inside the Grand Blue community right now, still keeping up with tournaments, still making sure the game stays active and ultimately congrats again on a brand new character uh they look hype <laughs> i don't have many yeah. other words than that because there's some real important news that i want to cover in the very next point here and that ultimately is we finally have a date for the newest character and them's fighting herds um and i'll actually take point on this if you would like
1: steve go for
0: it can you do me one quick favor though and just post the link in the chat really quickly uh but ultimately as everybody knows them's fighting herds is the amazing brand new fighting game that came out with 1.0 earlier last year it is currently available on steam um but it is ultimately a 1v1 fighting game that uses characters very loosely based off of uh my little pony friendship is magic and it ultimately
1: it's it's different It's It's,
0: different. I said very loosely based. I said very loosely. Did I say very loosely? I said very, very loosely. Super duper loosely. But the big news is that they are actually coming out with 2.0 later. Much, much later. We don't actually, unfortunately, have a release date. Is what I would say before this literal announcement just came out. And bada bing, bada bam, here it is them's fighting herds 2.0 coming out in march 25th of this year that is in exactly
1: 16 days
0: thank you i can't do math but yes 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 everybody i know exactly what you're thinking you're thinking sharpie how am i random fighting game player ever going to learn enough about Them's fighting herds to get invested enough and only how many days was it again steve
1: 16 days
0: and only 16 days huh and you know what you know what chat you know what chat honestly 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 I got you here's what you do okay so chat you're gonna go to playtfh.sharpypls.com and you're gonna go ahead and get that game and i'm gonna tell you why because this game is fantastic it really is amazing mechanics beautiful art fantastic ggpo rollback based netcode amazing lobbies specifically built for you to play. I played someone in Japan the other day, and would you believe it? I didn't have a single frame drop outside of the combos I dropped. It was it was really unfortunate, but it happened, okay? Now, look, I'm just saying, everybody, this game is fantastic. This game is great. I'm really happy for everybody at Main 6. It looks like they're coming out with a new lobby avatar. It looks like they're coming out with a new stage as well. We're going to see all of that. And once again, it's only 4.99. That's kind of crazy. That's kind of ridiculous. But be honest, be honest, be honest. You've been eyeing the game. You should definitely pack it up, all right? And that is always Sharpie Shills yet again.
1: So, uh... Also uh as part of this update uh and there will be a very small but passionate uh section of our fan base who is very happy about this. Mm-hmm. Uh this update will add native Linux support.
0: Ooh. Really?
1: And they do say they have uh, plans for Mac support in a future update. Oh so. wow. That's actually a big deal. Uh, there yeah, are only every-
0: a couple of games inside of the fighting game universe that are actually Linux-supported, and I know Skullgirls is one of them, but them fighting herds being the other is actually a, a really big
1: deal. And that took a while to get uh, Skullgirls yeah. uh, into Linux. It did. It did take Linux a very long Skullgirls. time.
0: Yeah, and uh, to be very honest with you, like I don't even know if they're consistently updating it still, but uh, it's it's it was one of those things that was a big deal when it did actually happen, when they announced, hey, by the way, we're on the most recent version of Linux.
1: And I was like, "Woof, that's crazy."
0: <laughs> finitude,
1: <laughs> finitude, go celebrate! This is your day. <laughs> you now have no excuse not to not to fall victim to Sharpie Shilling. You gotta
0: play them fighting hearts. Play the game. Play the game. Yeah. It's great.
1: Find you someone who loves you as much as Sharpie loves Shilling for the game she loves.
0: I can't help it. I can't help it. Good developers deserve to have their game bot. Just saying. I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, we have more real news. I, not to state that that wasn't real news because it was, but it was mostly me just shilling a game that I care very much about. Steve, what's the final bit of announcements that we have for the evening?
1: Well, this one is a bit of a shocker. Uh, this came absolutely out of left field. No one was expecting this absolutely no one uh let's play the new trailer for king of fighters for a character no one saw coming
0: literally no one saw this one coming
1: literally before. no one
0: let's go ahead and just roll the clip and
1: Bogard. shatter all expectations I, I'm as shocked as you are. <laughs> I'm as shocked as you. My all my expectations have been shattered, all of them. <laughs> Andy Bogard is the next the eighth character announced for King of Fighters fifteen.
0: Now, um, I haven't been keeping up with the announcements for KOF, but it looks kind of like they have a pretty stacked roster now. Would you say so, Steve? Ah,
1: there. Well, I don't know if it's stacked. Maya hasn't been announced yet. That, I'm not proud of that one. I'm sorry. I have a rim shot
0: for you. I have a, I have a womp 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 sound effect for you. Don't worry, stream heard it. Don't worry, stream
1: heard it. Yeah, th- that deserved a womp womp. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> um, my jokes are usually better than that. No,
0: they're not. is for good little boys and girls, Steve.
1: <laughs> That's why she's not in Smash. <laughs> I like that blue uh, blue uh, blue one of the friends of the show uh, one of the people behind the anime FGC news Twitter account has subscribed for 29 months in a row and they subscribed for that 29 month 29th month excuse me just to boo me so I appreciate that thank you very much thank I you blue
0: it. thank you very much thank you very much for the money honey
1: We've got Andy. We don't have Terry as of yet. Um we do expect to see a- another character tomorrow. It's got to be Terry, right? It's got to be Terry. I
0: feel like would they do a trailer to announce Terry though?
1: They did a trailer to announce Andy. Okay. They did a trailer to announce Yori. Yeah, you're right. I
0: I feel like I feel like I feel like, you know, we're running out. Maybe they're just maybe they're just like scraping the bottom like it's quarantine. Y'all love everything, <laughs> don't you? It's Man, just quarantine. Uh, you will take what you get <laughs> and you'll like it.
1: That, that's sort of the, that's sort of the, the, the thing with this. I don't want to say drip fee because, you know, a character a week is not exactly slow. I mean, it could be considered slow with, depending on the roster size, but is anyone really not expecting Terry to make it? Mm-hmm. Was anyone really not expecting Iori to make it? So, so you you're going to have these weeks where you have that character out of nowhere, or or like a little deeper cut. Maybe Blue Mary comes in, and everyone's like, "Oh yes, Blue Mary!" Ex- especially a certain segment of the audience, which we're not going to get into. <laughs> um, but then you've got you know the weeks where you announce Terry, like, cool, yeah. Like obviously Terry has his fans, but. Like I said, is anyone really not expecting to see Terry? Is anyone really not expecting to see Andy?
0: That's very true. That is very true. Uh, but grats to them, as always, for, for actually sticking with the announcement a week, because as someone who has very successfully and very unsuccessfully managed to uh, solo edit their web series, it is a task. It is difficult. It is hard. And yet they're doing it for money. Yeah. It's kind of great. It's kind of great. Well, uh, we finally come down to the waning moments of our podcast. We're going to go ahead and give us each a moment to talk about something we're very passionate about. I'm going to go ahead and obviously start now. Everybody, um, you ultimately know me. Like you all have known me for a very long time. I'm I'm not new inside of this 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 scene. Everyone knows what I'm about, and everyone knows what I really care a lot about. And I had a whole little bit that I was going to do where I was basically talking about why. It's very important to have representation inside of the scene and why uh, specifically uh yesterday was international women's day and i want to shout out a couple of very influential women inside of the community but actually more importantly what i want to do here is i want to go ahead and talk about how sometimes women are treated a little bit differently inside this community um just by merit of existing i know it's not a conversation that everyone necessarily signs up to have but i wanted to make sure to cover it at least once on the show so uh, we're just gonna talk about it very, very briefly. Just some kind of do's and don'ts, if you will, uh, as to what you should be doing inside the community, what you should not be doing inside of the community. Very, very quick. All right. Do be very inviting, be very formal, be very respectful of anyone and everyone who enters the scene, especially women and femmes. Okay. I'll be very honest with you. They recently came out with a study that stated that now we are at the point where it is officially a 50-50 split between, uh... Male-identifying people and female-identifying people that are currently playing games, which is the I believe the absolute closest it's been uh, since video gaming started. <laughs> we have officially moved from the 70 to 30 percent split, which means we'll probably start seeing more people who present as women or fem inside of this community. And it's very important that they are treated very respectfully, be it inside of a Twitch chat be it inside of a discord chat, be it inside of uh, an actual real place. It's important to welcome everybody inside of this community, especially those who have been marginalized previously, right? Now, the second thing I really, really want to talk about, and this is kind of the most important thing, is even if you're not the person offending someone, it's very important that you speak up if you think that someone may be offended. If you feel like, someone is having an exchange and one person looks very very comfortable the other person looks very uncomfortable it takes literally no amount of money whatsoever to go over and be like hey are you good are you okay and just maybe you know usher them away from that person that's causing them harm or anything like that things like that can go so far in this community i bring this up because i cannot tell you how many people have come up to me after an event and have said, thank you so much for being there for me because I didn't want to be here in this situation. Thank you so much, Sharpie, for talking to me and taking me away from the situation. It takes literally nothing to just go over to someone, ask them how they're doing, and just politely ask them if they want to go play a set, if they want to go, I don't know, grab some food. If they Not a date situation, not a high pressure situation, just go ask them if they want to go somewhere else. You feel me? Third and final thing, Everyone is here for different reasons. Some people are here because they love fighting games. Some people are here because they want to just check out fighting games. Some people are here just because they love games and they happen to be exploring fighting games for the very first time. Do not assume that just because someone is at a location, they are there for a certain reason. All right? Never assume that. Never assume that. They're there because they want to be there or because they just happen to be there. All right? Never assume the reason why someone is there. It's totally fine just to ask random questions about the game if you'd like, okay? Those are three very simple tips I feel that would make anyone feel welcome whatsoever, and I just wanted to go ahead and cover it on this, International Women's Month, and I want to thank all the fantastic women and all the fantastic femmes that make our community a more welcoming one as always. here. here. All right, Steve, I passed the final Twilight moments for you.
1: All right, so there's uh, two things I wanted to touch on. Number one, uh, if you follow uh, PG Stats, uh, they normally they do rankings uh, primarily of Smash players in uh, uh, Ultimate and Melee, ranking them taking into result, uh, into accounts results from tournaments from all over the world. Uh, that is where they're bread and butter is, but they have ventured into other games. They've done rankings for Dragon Ball fighters, and they are now currently in the middle of publishing their list of the top 50 fighting, uh, street fighter, five players of all time. Uh, I'm going to link in the chat, uh, the first of the five articles they have published. They have published uh, three, so players from rank number 50 through 21. Uh, the next, the remainder of the list we will go over uh, or will be released over the course of the next week, uh, and uh, we'll talk about this, um, we'll, we'll talk about it a little more in depth probably next week once the list is done. Uh, Blue's got 40 through 31 linked in the chat. Uh, the other thing is my bestie of the week. And my bestie of the week is Elon. Uh, Elon is not uh, feeling great right now. Uh, he's He's got some work stuff as well, which is why he wasn't here last week, not here this week, probably not going to be here next week as well. But Elon is someone who... Uh, Before he came on the show, he was behind the camera, uh, doing the switching, running the show, uh, making all of us look a hell of a lot better than we have any right to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And if if you remember, he didn't show up on camera until, Ooh, we got to do this for you, Sharpie. I will find that video and get it to you next week. You have to promise not to watch it until we're on the show.
0: I will I will live react to it on the show and I'll make Elon play it while I'm while I'm doing it. But yeah, Cause... congratulations to Elon who we ultimately are missing this week. He's a fantastic host, an amazing producer and an even better friend. Uh, we are definitely missing his presence and, and hope that he feels better soon. Um, just really really hoping he comes back because ultimately um, I can't do this job. It's too difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I felt it's the too same hard like
1: like no joke I wanted to punch my pillow a few times because of, of the issues I ran into this is hard this is a difficult job <laughs> Yeah, I, Elon I mean, does it so well
0: next week I'll probably figure out the frame rate issue but for a very long time I used to get on Elon because he made my microphone not sound as crisp as it is right now and I never understood why but now I have significantly less to harp on him about. So <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna listen to this episode and be like, was it really that big of a problem? Sharpie, why wouldn't you just talk to me? I was like, it's not a problem, Eli. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're getting to the final moments of the stream now. Um Steve, we have about five more minutes to talk about something. Um I would I would I I I have a question. For you and uh you can you can feel free to pose another question to me and then we'll go ahead and end the stream and go raid someone preferably me because I will be streaming skullgirls and them okay. fighting herds after stream today so definitely check it out but Steve I have to ask you which fighting game character would you put into smash
1: to put into smash mm-hmm does it have to be a fighting game character? Yes, that was the question. Damn, because I feel like, like, if I'm Smash, I've I've got most of the gaming world covered. I'd start going into true fan fiction stuff. Steve, like, we are a
0: fighting game podcast. Let, let's
1: let's get Goku in the game. Let's get Avatar Aang in the game. Let's let's get. Technically, okay.
0: Goku is a fighting game character.
1: He is. He is. Oh god! He, why did I? He's on the table.
0: Why did I? Why did I give you that character? No, see so say.
1: so, <laughs> if we're going real answer, mm-hmm. I would want to see someone from a from a game that really gets it's it's a seminal moment in gaming, and I don't feel a lot of people of a certain age have respect for it.
0: Mm-hmm. What um, game is
1: it? I'm, of course, talking about Bo Jackson from Tecmo Super Bowl. He would be the strongest character in the game. You cannot hit him. Like, if you hit him, you, d- you do no damage to him. No damage. No damage. That man... Like, if you, if you know, you know. If you don't know... There, there are uh, opportunities to play Tecmo Super Bowl, some more legal than others, but please do so. Pick the Raiders. Run with Bo Jackson. You'll know what I'm talking about.
0: Okay. Okay. Steve, that was such a bad answer to that
1: question. But oh it's God. an honest answer. It's an honest answer.
0: I'm disappointed by it. I'm disappointed by it. Almost as much as I'm disappointed by your Doug Funny shirt here.
1: That is a What's wrong? What's you know wrong it's... with the Doug Funny shirt? This was the original OTP. All right, come at me with that.
0: Who was your favorite character in Doug?
1: Oh, Skeeter, free. No, Skeeter? no, take that back. Take that back, Mister Dink. Mister Mr. Dink. Mr. Mister
0: Mister Dink was he was pretty great. He was pretty great. I liked I liked uh, his his older sister. That was kind of like a hypnick. She was oh, funny. Judy? Yeah, like Judy. yeah,
1: Judy's cool. Judy, I appreciate more now than I did then. But...
0: I appreciated her a lot. She was the coolest girl I ever saw on television. She was like one of my very first crushes, honestly. Like I, I really liked Judy.
1: That's uh. See, Judy wasn't really a big thing for me. That was, you know what? We'll have that conversation another day. We will have that conversation. That's day.
0: true. That's true. Ultimately, we are getting down to the final parts of the podcast. So, uh, Steve, I'm going to go ahead and let you get your final question in, if you would.
1: Okay. Um, which non-fighting game series, Which which non-fighting game property would you like to see get a fighting game?
0: That's such a good question. Oh, man. You know what I'd really like to see come into fighting games? I'd really like to see Ranma or Anyuasha have a really, really good team-based fighting game.
1: Juna hosted... Like, he didn't host it, but he ran the English stream for it. There would be these Ranma half heart battle tournaments, and you'd just see, like, some broken stuff in that ridiculous game. It was so good. I'll try and find you an old stream, and i'll I'll send it to you this. Way.
0: Ranma is like my favorite anime of all time, so I would love to see a real life fighting game based off that show and manga. i I really enjoyed it growing up, and I'd really love to see it. But if I had to if I had to like go, you know par none like ultimately what I really want to see a fighting game of, um that's not currently a fighting game. This is stupid. Okay, okay. So when I was a kid, there was a show called Ultimate Muscle.
1: Really. <laughs> we're, we're 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 going Ultimate Muscle. We're you know what? Might as well throw Mucha Lucha into that. Well. Okay,
0: Mucha Lucha would be a godlike. It would be a godlike fighting game. I don't want to hear y'all nothing ain't from touching
1: you. My y'all Lucha, ain't touching Mucha my Mucha
0: Lucha. Mucha Lucha. Okay, honey. Like, don't. Th- th- Yo, Flea would come for you. Flea would come for you. He would break some backs now. Okay, okay. But ultimately, we are done with the show. Uh, It's time for everyone to go. Say goodnight, Steve.
1: Goodnight, Canada.
0: As always, every real podcaster has a sign-off phase.